Welcome to I Shouldn't Have Had Kids, a comedy parenting podcast hosted by two working moms of three kids who are somehow surviving life with boys. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Share your thoughts about the show. The parental sanity you save may be your own, or possibly my mother's. Hello, and a very warm welcome to you. Whoa, I don't know what's happening here. That's my fakey opening. (laughs) Not sure. Hi, you cool cats and kittens. Warm welcome to you. This is I Shouldn't Have Had Kids, a comedy parenting podcast. That's Bonnie. And that's Ellen. And we're a married couple floating Woo. down the river of pandemic bliss. Oh, I like it. We <laughs> With no paddles. <laughs> we have three boys. They are 22, 19, and getting close to 16, although he'll never see a driver's license as long as this goddamn pandemic continues. Um, we've given them nicknames to protect their precious little innocence. That's right. That's so, the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. What, their precious innocence? Yeah, that is an oxymoron. <laughs> well. When it comes to boys, that's so not happening. But go ahead. Uh, I digress, and I interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Just, okay. <laughs> Stay in your lane, lady. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Tigger is our oldest son. Lola comes next. And rounding out the boy band is Shy Guy. Ooh, we are recording on this fine evening in the Pacific Northwest from the comfort of the Bombcast Studio, which is a name, by the way, voted on by you, our listener. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, and speaking of our listener, yeah. tonight we're going to read a couple of your stories. Oh, yes. We put a post up on Instagram asking for the dumbest thing you've ever done as a kid. And guess what? We got responses. Thank you for emailing. And if you want to email us at any time, you certainly can at I shouldn't have had kids at gmail.com. Well, that's right. Anyway, so on the heels of last week's episode, which was all about sneaky teens. Damn teens. We're just going to dive right into the regular old bullshit stuff that kids pull. <laughs> Including us as kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have got some good ones. You were laughing when we, you were busy getting ready for the show. Oh, so. because I just. Do I know these stories? Well, I don't know. I was actually cleaning up a bookcase in our Mm -hmm. office Mm -hmm. because I just have been reading so much. I need room for all my books. (laughs) Anyway, I was throwing away old magazines and this, that, and the other thing, and I found my baby book. Like, You're going to read us stories out of your baby book? It was a stormy night in November. (laughs) Please, God, I found my baby book that my mom gave to me recently, but she stuffed in it all sorts of stuff, like cards I got when I was little, little Uh sweet notes she sent me, first haircut, but then high school report cards, different certificates I got throughout high school, and notes and letters that I wrote to my parents. Oh, my gosh. And I cannot believe so. Stuff that I wrote—it's <laughs> ridiculous, but it just got me thinking, and so, yeah, I was—I was just laughing. You're bringing some of that stuff into the uh, to the old podcast here. Into the old podcast. Uh, well, you know what I did? Uh. I decided to go because you're always bad mouthing Twitter. How dare you? So I decided it's just to go. I don't get it. I know. I decided to go searching through um, Twitter for some funny little anecdotes about mm-hmm. you know the dumb shit. That kids do. Yeah. (laughs) And let me tell you, the internet is full of them. But I found this woman who has the funniest handle. Her handle on Twitter is Mother of Doggins. Mm. And, you know, 
Mother of Doggins has some really interesting um, connections to other people who I then started looking through their stuff. And all of a sudden, I was looking at really inappropriate photos. What does Doggins mean? I like, think she it's has like, dogs I, and it's it must play be, on Game of Thrones? Yeah, like Mother of Dragons. Okay, because it sounds a little like S&M to me. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you're not so far off based on the pictures that I saw. <laughs> so you're promoting this because... No, no, no. But she asked, what is some of the dumbest shit you did as a kid? Oh. Which was exactly what we said we were going to do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, this is interesting. And so I pulled a lot of responses from her ask because some of them were a little bit over the top. These people, obviously, she has a certain kind of following, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. some of them were really funny, mostly from little kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> like three, four, six, seven... Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to five, but five was not there. Mother of Doggins. Mm-hmm. Mother of Doggins. Thank ow, you so much. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, good God. Anyway, um, but before we get to that, uh, let's take this show off the rails <laughs> and talk about shit we love. That's right. <laughs> this is. Do you want to go first or? So, shit I love this week is running with Lola. Not really? to be confused with running with scissors. <laughs> They're kind of the same. <laughs> no. Yeah, we've been running together a lot, and at first it was. Me just trying to get him out the door and get him yeah. exercising because he was sitting all day and all night. Yeah, because he was still in school. He's done now. Congratulations, yep. Lola. Your first year under your belt. That's right. And then he just kind of didn't want to go. And so I kept going. Mm-hmm. And it was like three weeks and I realized I had run. I think I mentioned this in the last episode because it just happened really quick. All of a sudden I had run like... 13 days and six, thir- I'd run 13 days over like two weeks. It was something really unhealthy, but I kind of got addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, huh, all right. And I invited him every single day. Mm-hmm. And now he rarely turns me down. But what we leave together <laughs> and he just, he's so tall mm-hmm. that he just takes off. But it's great because he turns around, he checks on me, he waves. <laughs> Does he really? <laughs> yes. Is he wearing his mask? We wear masks when we are coming up on people or people are going to pass us. He's probably the most cautious in our family, don't you yeah. think? Yeah, well, and he'll run way out of his way to avoid people. And if someone's coming by on a bicycle, he'll hightail it out of there and mm-hmm. let them pass because it's in the air. I mean, if you can smell someone's perfume or yeah. cigarette smoke or exhaust yeah. from a bus, well, hello. <laughs> well, did you see that? Um, did you see that? uh it was like a scientific study where they had a dummy that did, you know, it was like a, a human being looking dummy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the, this human being looking dummy and they um, had it cough. And then they shown, I can't remember what color light, but you could see how far the cough would travel, how mm-hmm. far the respiration would travel. Is that right? Respiration? Uh, I don't know, but I think we all know what you're talking about. The droplets. Yeah. The air coming the, out of the, the person. The air coming out of the person with yeah. the COVID germ in yeah. it, the virus in it. Um, and it would travel up to like 10 feet. And then they put a mask on the dummy and they did it again. And so it was really surprising to actually see that with my own eyes at mm-hmm. how, how far that will travel given a chance. So I don't know why I brought that up. No one knows. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I really love it. Yeah. Feel, feeling really supportive here. Are you here. feeling special? So special. Yeah, so yeah. running with Lola. That's my first one. I love that you guys go running. Yeah. And, then, and I love that I don't. And then today we did an ab workout when we got back. I know. I heard you out there. You were like, both of you sounded like you were being hurt. Yeah. It, well, it did hurt. It hurt quite a bit. And then I realized I was covered in dog hair. Oh, that's nice. So. Yeah. 
um, we're going to be Roomba-ing <laughs> before we do that again. I do yoga every day in that living room. You and should it vacuum is, more. Oh, well, yeah, not on my to-do list. <laughs> All right, what's something you love? <laughs> okay, okay. Has to do with Lola. I There was a moment. Oh, yeah, I know. Lola Love Fest. It's a Lola Love Fest because this week... Um, Lola has now started working again, and so he's going to he does he puts out an ad in Nextdoor, which is one of my favorite platforms ever. So yeah, we're gonna do a whole episode. Where we, we should read you the Nextdoor inane back and forth that people have up on Nextdoor. Oh my God! Oh, who has the time? Well, who has all of us the now time yeah. <laughs> to like talk about this shit and then put each other down over it. <laughs> so here's the really okay. cool thing our boys have always done. They put an ad on next door. They say, I'm saving money for college. I'm really good in the yard. I can weed. I can do this. I can do that. And immediately they're booked. They're booked for the summer. And so um, he was getting ready to go to his first job since he got back home. And he came back and he had a really great day working. And I said, how much are you charging an hour this this month? Or this year, rather. And he said, well, I'm charging $15 an hour right now, but I did tell this person that I would be happy to work for $13 an hour if they'd been affected by the pandemic and were having financial difficulties. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I like to think that came from us. Yeah. And then we told him, so say you're charging 17 and that you're willing to go to 15. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't say that. But now I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved oh, it. I thought man. it was great. Yeah. All right. This is another one. It's kind of shallow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, but it makes a big difference. Okay, I recently discovered, Mm -hmm. and I know you already do this, Mm -hmm. plugging my computer via Ethernet directly into the router. is so much faster. Yeah, I sit six inches away from the router, and I've been using the Wi-Fi, thinking, oh, I'm right here. Yeah, no. It's like a dinosaur. It just used the cord. (laughs) Don't cut it. Use the cord. Welcome. It's so much faster. It is. I know. Isn't that something... You know, maybe we'll come back around completely. Well, to this. I don't know. I like duh. Yeah, duh. And why? I, why do we need the Wi-Fi? Maybe in the living room we need the Wi-Fi because we're sitting out in the living room. Well, we have to have the Wi-Fi if we're not. Right. That's what I mean. So if we're in the office oh, yeah. and we're right there and we can plug in, go ahead and plug in because it's so much faster. Well, there was probably some point. I let you know. I have. I live a very neat and organized life. <laughs> Everything has a place and it's probably a square place and it fits in and snaps together. Which is why none of us can figure out why she married me. That's true. Okay. But that also means I hate cords. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I probably was just not wanting to deal with one more thing plugged in, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I can see. So the way, so I noticed you were doing it and I thought, well, that's fucking brilliant. So I plugged in, but I'm using a cord I found in the garage. It's an ethernet cord that we must have had at the old house to plug in a laptop uh, a printer or something mm-hmm. i'm not totally sure and it's like 50 feet so there's just a big bundle behind my <laughs> monitor well don't worry because my new short foot and a half one will be here tomorrow because <laughs> if we're gonna do it oh my god we're gonna do it right you are so anal and i'm so shallow <laughs> <laughs> all right i am not going shallow and i can't believe this was not on your list but that's okay hmm. mother's day it was the best Mother's oh, Day yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah. Remember that? By the time you're hearing this, it will be so far past Mother's Day. But I'm still basking in the glow of it. I, so I'd I, like to bask with you. Hey, I thought this morning, I thought it was Wednesday. And I was getting ready for my Wednesday. And I looked at my, like, day. And I was like, oh, shit. It's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. So I i don't remember Mother's Day. 
<laughs> well, we had so long ago. We had like a whole Mother's Day weekend. We were we were going to work in the yard and do all of this stuff that would have been very productive. But instead, the sun came out in the Pacific Northwest. And it was bona fide like summer's coming. It was like Eighty. It was gorgeous. And on Saturday, we took the kayak out. It was the first kayak of the season. We have a double kayak, and a we divorce went... boat. My friend, my friend Brian calls it a divorce boat. Yeah, we have never actually. Our first fight was in that kayak. Come to yeah, think of it, yeah, but we don't fight over. We had an argument in that boat about something totally non-related to the boat. That's right. It's not like paddling or steering. No. I just paddle and you steer and we go places. <laughs> That's how we run our life, actually. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Um, and I'm pretty good at steering, I got to say. Oh, you do a great job. Thank you very much. It never much. occurred to me that you wouldn't. <laughs> but this day was really nice because the the tide was coming in like you could not believe. And it was a super low tide. The wind was a little kicked up. So we were at like, was that 11 miles or 11 knots? Uh, or nine, or whatever it was. I don't fucking know. It was kind of I'm windy. A bad the bottom boat captain. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, there's a story there. We'll tell you sometime. Anyway, um, so we went out there and we just let the wind and yeah. the tide take us. And when we had to like stay away from that rock or you mm-hmm. know do something that was out of safety, we did. But we didn't do a lot of paddling. We just did a lot of we did um, a lot of beer drinking, beer drinking, and sitting in the sunshine in the boat and oh, away from God, people. It was so great. And but staring back at the shore with a bunch of I, I, the only conclusion I can come to is absolutely complete idiots hanging out, not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And it's not statistically possible that those clumps of people all live in the same house. I know. So it was a nice day in the Pacific Northwest. So the COVID idiots are out. Every day you do this is one more day we're not getting back to work. It don't bitch and moan. Thank you so much about <laughs> the economy and what's happening to this country right now. Unless you are willing to walk outside wearing a mask, seriously. Yeah. End of story. So I would love for someone to walk me through the whole. I'm not going to wear a mask. It's against my civil liberties thing. Or do you also not wear a helmet? Mm. And your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. And if it's against your civil liberty to not wear one, what about I mine? feel like it's against mine to get it. And mm-hmm. so can I pepper spray you? Mm-hmm. Yes, is the answer. Because you're th- a threat. Well, you know, I think that we all need to like take a breath <laughs> and be careful. <laughs> you know, this week there it's was... so dumb. You can get beat up for asking someone to wear a mask. A it's target, a mask. A Target employee tried to enforce, and it's terrible that they're asking... Regular old people who are employees at stores to enforce mask wearing because it's a really bad way to do it. And these three, it was, you know, two teenage Target employees, guy Target employees, and three teenage um, customers, boy, male customers. And it was just all this, you know, beating of the chest. You could see it on the on the video. But the, the downside and the awful thing was is that the employee said, hey, guys, you've got to wear a mask. You can't be in here without wearing a mask. And it started this fist fight. And um, one of the Target employees' arms got broken. That's awful. It is awful. So, um yeah. I just I, I I'm floored. Yeah, I'm. I, it's a mask. I was gonna. Oh, you mean it's a mess? It's a mask? No, it's a ma- It's the most. It's a mask. It's a little cloth or bandana. But you know what? Or fucking buff neck gaiter. It's a mask. I know. Just to keep each other safe for a limited amount of time, and you can't do it. No, you can. It's just you're an asshat. No, you're so a you complete loser. <laughs> You've decided but not to do it. Fucking Kaepernick better stand up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, just, 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 you better hit stop <laughs> on the recording. Okay, no. or you're gonna capture the sound of my head exploding.
I I would be really happy if we all had enough N95 masks. To be honest with you, I I mean it's fine to wear homemade masks, and we are one of we are you know we started one of the mask making fabric mask making groups, and I'm all for that because until we have um, availability of N95, then we have to do something. Or you could pull a Nancy Pelosi. Did you see her today? She was she had this beautiful outfit on, and then she had a silk scarf tied around her face like a um, like a bank robber almost. And the scarf was a beautiful match. It was a fabulous accessory to her outfit. And you could just roll like that because silk is really good. That's a good fabric to use if it's tightly woven. I think about Nancy Pelosi, and I think we're so close to her being president. <laughs> Anyway, well, this is why I said this is where things usually go off the rails for us. Let's walk away from politics and get back to shit I love. I'm sorry, everybody. That's okay. It's mind blowing. We forgive you. Mind blowing. Mother's Day started on Saturday for us with our kayak. (laughs) Mother's Day, floating, beer drinking, and sunny weather. And then on Mother's Day itself, we woke up late like we wanted to. We got up. We got dressed. Lola and (laughs) and Ellen and I went down to the... I love this is the (laughs) play-by-play. Went down to the tennis courts and we met Shy Guy down there. And the four of us played tennis so badly in the hot sun for like an hour and a half. It was a blast. We were dripping sweat. It was so much fun. And then we went to um, brunch. Yep. At our house. Yep. <laughs> and we had a birthday celebration with Davo. One day, Davo. Sorry. No. <laughs> nope. You're no fun tonight. My God, let me be me. I've got to be me. I've got to be me. <laughs> Oh. Well, because you're trying so hard to tell a story, but you're like throwing yourself off. Okay, okay. So- I mean, I can see you have this twinkle in your eye, like you're just gonna like <laughs> fucking lose it. Okay, so we did tennis with shy guy. We did brunch. We did a birthday celebration with Dave, our good friend Dave, who um, turned fifty three. And he is a neighbor as well. And so his wife planned this little surprise and set out chairs that were socially distanced in her front yard. And we brought our own. And we brought our own chairs. And she had wine and she had ordered dessert that was all individually wrapped at the co-op here in our town. And um, so we sat around with uh, two other families, people we have not really spent a lot of time talking to over the last 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was so nice. It was really fun. It was like fresh blood. Whoa. I thought we'd be there for like 30 minutes tops. No. Didn't you? No. Never. No? No. No, I didn't think it would be that that long because it was right at like dinner time. And like two hours later, yeah. I realized I had to pee real bad and they weren't going to let me in their house. Oh, no. <laughs> so I had to speed walk home. <laughs> um, and probably my favorite piece of Mother's Day was watching old family movies of the boys when they were little. That was so cool. Of your boys. Of Yes, of the my two. boys. This yeah. Was, yeah. When they were like brand new. I mean, I think I think Lola was a year old. It, and yeah, Tigger it, he was, was exactly a year old. Oh yeah, right. And Tigger it was Christmas. And Tigger was three, four years old, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. three. He was three. Yeah. About to turn four, I guess. Yeah. And so now our living room, there are tapes scattered all over our mini living DV room. Mini DV tapes. Yes, mini DV tapes, and um, I just and canned can't... air <laughs> because <laughs> they're dirty, <laughs> really dirty. Anyway, that was my shit. I love. I thought it was a great day, great Mother's Day. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I thought I was going to be bummed that we got no yard work done, but it turned out great. No, I was happy not to do that. But our um, garden, our victory garden, has absolutely exploded. We're going to have to eat lettuce for the next week. Every meal, we're having salad. We should put a picture up. Oh, we should. Of our little garden. It's so cute. Of our little 
podcast garden. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. Okay, dumbest things you've ever done as a kid. Let's get to it. Let's do it. I love some of these little stories. I just have short little ditties from Twitter. Okay, you can go first with one. I like how you think you're um, organizing the show. I'm going to go well, somebody with two. Somebody has to. <laughs> okay, so this is Mother of Doggons. Oh, God. This on Twitter. BDSM or whatever. <laughs> she said my shiny moment was when I was like four. I put floaties on my feet and jumped into a pool thinking I'd walk on water. I almost drowned. Nice. <laughs> I can just see a little kid doing that, right? Um, and the second one is from um, at Sammer. No, at Sarmer. S-A-R-M-R-R. Someone made fun of me crying, so I went home and put L'Oreal No Tear Shampoo in my eyes. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. That is just thinking like a kid right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, here's one. Someone wrote in. Okay. And I'm going to just keep these anonymous. So here we go. When I was seven and in the first grade, I decided that I wanted to see where the bus went after it left my street. I slumped down in my seat, watched the neighborhood kids run to their parents. I could see my mom looking around as the bus pulled away. That was my first inkling that maybe I was doing what I was doing wasn't such a good idea. The bus went four more stops and then abruptly pulled over. I could see the bus driver put the CB radio back on its clip and then look into the giant rearview mirror that spanned the width of the front of the windshield. She stood up turned around, and walked slowly towards the back of the bus, looking down into each and every seat as she went. She got to my seat and gave me a look that I can still picture to this day. <laughs> looking back, she was probably about 50 years old, but I thought she looked like she was 100. <laughs> Long story short, we stayed pulled over until my, mom, my mom's car pulled up behind the bus, and I was allowed to leave. I don't remember the immediate punishment, but I, what stuck with me was the relief and tears from my mom. I've done other stupid things, but this really takes the cake in terms of freaking my parents out. Thanks for the podcast. It's a much-needed laugh break while the world goes to hell. Mm, in a handbasket, as I like to say. Yeah. So that was from one of our listeners. Okay. That actually reminds me of a dumb thing I did when I was a kid that I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. When I was in high school, I had a summer job. I was working as a camp counselor. Um, at McCord Air Force Base. Wow, that makes me want to drink wine. I hear that back there. Did you there. hear that? This yeah. is really good. I love it, whatever it is. Anyway, <clears throat> um, I had the, uh, I had the, let me see, I had the enlisted people's kids in the afternoon and I had the officer's kids in the morning. And I will tell you right now that the officer's kids were nightmares. <laughs> and the enlisted officer, or the enlisted um uh, service people's kids were just a delight. But at any rate, I digress. Um, we were going on a field trip, and I'd never done a field trip before. I was, I think, 17 years old. And so there were two of us who were in charge of, I bet, maybe 30 kids. And we had a bus at our disposal. So the bus came, and the parents all said goodbye and waved to us. And we got on the bus, and we went to, I think we did games. So we went to some big soccer field somewhere and did a bunch of games for a few hours. And then we got back on the bus, bu bus again. And we went back to McCord. And I got down and I'm like, goodbye, kids. We had a great day. I mean, it was a really great day. I'm like saying goodbye to everyone, patting people on the heads, smiling at parents, just feeling like I'm so put together. And I really am coming into adulthood because I now have a real job. I'm in charge of children. You're like, oh, my life is coming together. <laughs> and so I'm standing she there. threw her hat up in the air. The last, the last child goes, you know, skipping off happily with her parent. And the bus starts up, and as it pulls away, I see um, revealed in front of me one last parent standing across the street. It's a dad, and he looks at me, 
And he kind of cocks his head and he says, kind of lowly but with aggression, where's my son? (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. How old were you? 17. Nice. But you know what? Nobody told me about the importance of head counts. Yeah. When you go on a field trip. Attendance. Attendance and the buddy system. I didn't know about either one of those things. you were just a kid. Kids taking care of kids. Who hired me? What is wrong with those people? Give yourself a break. Okay. So long story short, he's like, get in my car. (laughs) And I'm lucky to be alive. So we drive to the, the field where we had played all these games. And there's this one little boy sitting on a swing, just kind of twirling himself like kids do, waiting for some. Somebody to come fucking rescue him. <laughs> so his dad is like, you know, I, let's say his name's Tommy. Tommy! And uh, Tommy jumps up, comes running to his dad, probably burst into tears. But I like to think that um, maybe he was just, you know, singing my praises instead. Mm-hmm. However, I've blocked the entire situation out. So I have no recollection of what happened at that point in time. I do know I made it back to the base and, and crawled my way home with my tail between my legs. Nice. Yeah, it was really special. I like it. So um, thank you for listening to me. I really appreciate that. I've heard this one, but I love it. You do? Yeah. Well, because I know you so well. I can picture your face. Oh, my God. just like... (gasps) I was so mortified. Sure. Well, I mean, that's like... I'm racing. right? Oh, God. Parent, when when you don't know where your kid is, that feeling is awful. Well, in retrospect, you know, if that had been me standing on the other side of the bus... I would have come undone. No, you would have ripped the face off the person. So I have to hand it to that dad. Thank you, dad, wherever you are. <laughs> I really appreciate the way you were. Yeah. Okay, another from Twitter. This is from at Magoo. <laughs> I just don't even know what to do with you, but you got to be you. Okay. You do you, Magoo. <laughs> well, there are like six O's okay. in the name, so it really is Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. (laughs) Who says, when I was little, I would take eggs from the fridge and sit on them for hours like a chicken. I would also lick my plates clean after dinner and put them back in the cupboard. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That one just slayed me (laughs) because it's so gross. That reminds me of a hilarious story when we were... Oh, my God. My family was on a cruise. We were on a cruise through the Hawaiian Islands to celebrate my grandmother's birthday. So it was my mom, my family, my uncle, both my uncles and their families and my aunt and her family. Right. Okay. Okay. And my grandma. So I don't remember how old I was. Let me think. 17, maybe. So that means I had a nine-year-old sister. Okay. Does that make that right? Nine years younger? Yeah. She's eight, nine. Okay, she's right in there. And so she's a little kid, right? But we have even a younger cousin, Stephanie. And so Lauren is in charge of Stephanie one night at dinner. And Stephanie needs to use the restroom. So buddy system, they go off and use the restroom and they come back. And Lauren's eyes are wide and she looks horrified. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, well, <laughs> Stephanie ever hears this. She's, I think she's heard this story before. She'll shit her pants. <laughs> Lauren says, well, Stephanie went to the bathroom. And I said, okay, Stephanie, we need to wash our hands. And Stephanie said, no, that's okay. I'm just going to lick them. <gasps> And that is is not what we do in my family. We wash our hands with soap and water. See, child, like Stephanie's an adult woman, right? Right. She just, she's engaged to be married. She's grown up. Uh, Child uh, Stephanie would not have made it through the pandemic. (laughs) 
<laughs> licking no. our hands. That's right. That's like the polar opposite of what we need to be doing right now. Well, damn, Daniel. Adult oh. Stephanie is not going to make it through the pandemic either. She was supposed to get married next month. This yeah. blows. A week, uh, a month from today. A month from today. Oh, Sorry, guys. I have several friends who were supposed to get married this summer, and that is a drag. And if you are one of those people, um, I'm so sorry because, you know, so much is put on hold. All of California, um, Cal State schools are saying, nope, we're not going to open in the fall. UC schools? Mm, Not UC schools. I think Cal State schools. I know there's a lot of people who have had to put major events on hold. Graduations, yeah. weddings, yeah. blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. Every, All right. Funerals. It's got... really ironic. Funerals. Since so many yeah. people are passing away. That is going to be. That's just a real conundrum. Okay. This is going to sound so bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's okay. It's our show. There are not enough funeral homes to take care of all of the funerals that are going to happen when this lifts. I know. We should probably So start if you're one. wondering what to do with your <laughs> yeah, life yeah. and looking for a job opportunity in a really crappy mm-hmm. uh, economy, yep. that is... That's real dark, Bon. That is a place where you could go. Well, somebody's got to do it. You know, I'll tell you what. When my mom died, those people, some of those people who run funeral homes yeah. are bad. <laughs> They are just bad well, at what they kinda, do. Well, yeah, they're dealing with dead people and upset families all the time. Can no, you think of something they're in the, No, they're in the middle bummer? of... They're trying to sell. They're trying to upsell you on the, the better earn. Well, that's like... That is so gross. That's bad. I can't even have that's it. Like, I can't handle it. Yeah, that's not... You're right. That's, yeah. that's a real rough... And not all of them are like that. So God forgive me if you think that I'm talking about you. Because I'm not. I'm talking about that person, that other person, your competitor, who just sucks because they just want you to buy the more expensive coffin or the more expensive urn. I'm like, are you fucking... Kidding there, me? I a... just want the box that goes inside the urn. That's all I need. I don't need the urn. I need the Ziploc, <laughs> and I'll figure it out when I get home. That's right. Please don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> there is a funeral home not far from here. It's on a major intersection mm-hmm. near a freeway off ramp and on ramp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I kind of feel like these these facilities should be a little further out and away from like a main drag. Okay. Because it's a it's a funeral home and it's a crematorium. Yeah. And when the smokestack is going, they're not warming up inside by the fire. Oh my Did god. Did you ever think about that? I've never seen it going. Yeah. Well I was we were I was parked I've had two experiences at that intersection with Shy Guy. One time we were parked, you know, we were at a red light and we were trying to make a left. We'd gotten off the freeway and he was like, what's coming out of that chimney? <gasps> Because it was, no. yeah, and I was like, oh shit. Okay. And then another time we were going and the place was all like weeded up and boarded up and it looked bad. Yeah. And over the sign, their sign in the front was a huge uh, vinyl wrap and it said, we've moved with an exclamation point. And he's like, why are you excited about that? Like, just low key, move on. <laughs> Like, oh, my God. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, I know. I that's really morbid and should be edited out. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm, I want to read one. This is from a listener that emailed this. Mm-hmm. When I was about 10, I went to a god-awful Girl Scout-type day camp thing. <laughs> I'm sure the idea was that I needed to make some friends or something, but I hated it. I think it was summer, but I remember it being rainy, and if not rainy, it was cold and damp. I came home each night smelling like campfire and with my knapsack full of dumbass crafts. On the last day of camp, we were sitting around a fire (laughs) making s'mores, and for some reason, one of the ingredients out on the table was raisins. The leader of my group announces that she really doesn't like raisins, and we're all wondering why they're out there in the first place. 
being the total shit that I was and hating this camp, I decided that I was going to get my leader to eat, get my leader to eat some raisins. <laughs> so I make her a s'mores with a raisin-filled marshmallow. She finished it up and I burst out laughing, telling her that I filled her s'mores with raisins. She gives me a startled look and says, are you kidding? I open my mouth to speak and she goes on to tell me that she is super allergic and that I need to tell her the truth right now. <gasps> I gulped. I laughed and I said, I'm just kidding. I'm not sure what happened to her. <gasps> no. That's all it says. The, oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Jesus. That's terrible. That is horrible. Uh-huh. Whoever wrote that, shame on you. I know. <laughs> I know. That's so bad. No, I don't that's mean so that. so typical, but... though. Like, you go into, like, kids, like, I think by nature tend to lie. They like, are liars. Oh, I'm just kidding. All of their pants are on fire. Just kidding. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I know. Chicken. Their pants are on fire and their Pinocchio noses are like... <laughs> It's yeah. Yeah, and oh Jiminy Cricket is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Period. Okay, at Sable Aura. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Um when I was three or four, I stuck a pretzel up my nose and it got stuck. When my mom was taking <laughs> me to the hospital, I sneezed it out and then I ate it. <laughs> That's amazing. It really is amazing. Um at Jack I seven ten says in third grade, I had one of those magnets that had a flashing... Oh, <laughs> copy and paste error. Never mind, Jack Eye. <laughs> I only have half of it there. Oh, well, we'll never know. It was kind of funny. I do remember that. Okay, never mind. At Freak Meek. In sixth grade, my little brother and I were playing hide and seek, and I heard my brother climb into the dryer to hide, so I walked in. And, and I turned, turned the it on, on and let him dry for about 20 seconds. <laughs> oh, man, that could be like a I know. Well, it could be death is what it could be. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> High heat, kid comes out. Yeah. At You're least not, she's not, not wrinkly. wrinkled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here's one of my personal favorites, and I even brought a visual aid that we'll have to take a picture of. So I found this note. This is the note I referenced in the beginning in my baby book. It's oh, labeled, yeah, yeah. It's on turquoise paper. It's labeled 1985, which means that I'm nine years old, and it also means I have a newborn baby sister. Okay. In the fam. Got it. So there's a four-year-old sister. And a newborn at this point. So here's what I remember. Are we taking... <laughs> I'm taking your picture right now. Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was hitting a foam ball against the garage door using a racket, a badminton racket, like okay. a 1980s wood badminton racket. Yep. It was a foam ball. I loved doing that, hitting the ball, like volleying with myself. Yeah. So I hit it real hard and I lobbed it over the garage the okay. co- into the neighbor's yard. Mm-hmm. And it was really creepy back there. So I was like, God, I have to go get it. So I threw the racket down and I stomped around to the backyard and I got the foam ball and I came back around to my court, air quotes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there in the middle of my court was the uh, wooden badminton racket shattered to pieces. <gasps> oh, no. Broken. Totally broken. Yeah. You did that when you I threw it guess, down? I guess when yeah. I threw it down, okay. I did that. And so now I have to go in. And I, I look at that thing. I'm stunned. Mm-hmm. I am legitimately stunned. I had no idea that I had th- thrown it that hard. You're so temperamental. I, well, I am, but I'm also questioning the age of the racket <laughs> and the brittleness. Uh-huh. But in any event, it was my mom's. And I had to go in and tell her. Mm-hmm. So I go in and I tell her. And uh, I remember her being upset, but I can't qualify how upset. Mm-hmm. I was an extremely sensitive child. So her <laughs> going like, boo, and I would have been like, ah. <laughs> uh, now, I never saw her play badminton ever. <laughs> I never have. I mean, I've been in her life for 43 years. 
I wish at age nine I had like had that in my back pocket to say, now actually, <laughs> okay. But I wrote her a letter. Oh, nice. And this is my apology. Okay. And I am nine, but I'm the spelling in here. Well, it's not much better today. <laughs> Dear mom, sorry. And it's spelled S-O-R-R-E. So it's like, sorry, like, <laughs> just Canadian right out of the gate. Sorry for all the stupid things I did today and how I broke the racket. I will give you three cents to make $4.50, but don't get another racket. Do something special with it. (laughs) There is only one thing to say. It has been a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Oh, my God. Which is the name of a book. Yes. (laughs) Alexander's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. I didn't even sign this note. I mean, this is... Wait, what's the part about you would give her three cents? I don't know. <laughs> you should Maybe, ask her. I, I'm wondering if she told me the racket was $4.50, and this is 1985, so in today's money, that's $100. <laughs> uh, maybe I had needed to earn three more cents to get to that amount. I don't know. But the best part of this, obviously, is I said, don't get another racket. <laughs> Buy something special with it. With $4. With $4.50. <laughs> What and what are the other stupid things I did that day? That is so cute. You I mean, were beating I, yourself up since nineteen seventy six. Fuck. I, well, if I have, if there's a new baby, and I'm nine, I was probably like, "Hello, my honey. <laughs> Pay attention to me now." <laughs> I mean, I shatter your racket. I have no idea, <laughs> but I I can absolutely remember coming back around that side, past these like kind of pokey trees Mm -hmm. over some rock next to where the heat pump was and stepping out onto that. I mean, like it was yesterday. I can see that racket on the ground and I was stunned. And I don't think I threw it down. I think I just dropped it and it was just a piece of shit. Okay, I'm going to tell you what actually happened. No, that's what happened. Your, (laughs) Your dad came home and he pulled up into the driveway and he ran over the racket and he got out and he was like, oh, shit, that's Nancy's racket. No. And he jumped back into his car and he left. That's, if he parked his, he, <laughs> no, because he parked his truck on a little gravel patch. Oh, no. yeah. OK, too bad. It would have been a good story. Oh, my God. I'm just going to tell you. OK, I am going to tell you a story about me in sixth grade. Because okay. this is such a dumb thing. This is really is so dumb. But it, it, I, I thought of it when you were laughing at yourself earlier tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. This, this is so crazy. A boy, I, I had just moved to this new town. I had just moved to this new town. And um, I was at a brand new school. I was in sixth grade. I was in distress because we had moved and because of family life. And so um, a boy who was kind of an intimidating boy at this school Took one look at me and he's like, hey, hey. <laughs> and he asked me to marry him. You said sixth grade. Yeah, sixth okay. grade. Okay. Um, he was a super tough kid. And he since I was new to the school. Asked you to marry him. All right. I was afraid to say no. <laughs> so I married As him. most women are. <laughs> I married him in um, a playground ceremony, which nice. was a very big deal. I thought you were going to say it was a very beautiful ceremony. No. <laughs> I literally thought you were going to say that. His name was Vincent. I he... walked down an aisle of pea gravel <laughs> and I had a dead dandelion bouquet and my right. maid of honor was the girl with Coke bottle glasses and the other 
sixth grade classroom. The teacher officiated. Um, <laughs> we honeymoon to the cafeteria. No, no. I never looked at him or talked to him after that because I didn't like him. <laughs> and I just had done it under duress. And so finally, I couldn't take it anymore. And I demanded. A divorce. A divorce through my representative, who was my best friend. Yeah. And it was granted in yet another playground um, uh, civil procedure. Wow. At this point in time. And we were divorced at, at, at that moment. That's amazing. Yeah, I was I was set free. I was a free woman, and I I bought a pair of hot pants, and I can remember singing the song "Who Wears Short Shorts." We wear short shorts, and this... I remember him looking at me and saying, "You look really good in those shorts." And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. uh, we divorced." This feels like it could be the premise of a short that would win an Oscar. <laughs> like, I, there's so much that just happened. With that story. I was so afraid to say no. I'm like, I don't like you, but oh, I'm so scared of you. I'll say yes. All right. That was my story. Okay, I do I, I, I do have a couple of others, but I will wait my turn. <clears throat> well, you can go now. I have one more reader email. Okay. I will tell you one from my brother. Oh, yes. Barry. <laughs> yeah. Black sheep of the family. He started early as the black sheep <laughs> of the family. He stole matches from the house. Okay. And he went out to the field in the back of our house. There's where, a field in the back of your house. Yeah, where we lived. Um, this was in Spokane. Okay, so you haven't moved. This is pre-sixth grade wedding. Pre-sixth grade wedding. That's okay. right. All right. I don't remember how old he was, but not very old. Okay. Little blonde towhead. Cute. So he's Cute. God, cute. He steals the matches. He goes through our backyard into the field. And this is Spokane in the middle of the summer and it's all dry grass, right? Mm -hmm. Strikes a match. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that anything has gone on. Until the fire truck arrives. He started the whole field on this fire. This is the great Spokane fire of <laughs> That's 1966. Right. The entire town bl- burned down to wow. the ground. Yeah. So that was, was Shit. God, that was a dumb thing. That was a dumbass thing to do. One of mm. many. All right. Here we go. This is from another. This is another email. Okay. Later. Okay. When I was 17, I was hanging out with a friend from high school at a diner in the mall. Been there. Yeah. (laughs) I knew she had a boyfriend, but what I didn't know is that he was 21 and going to the college nearby. Hmm. As we ate fries and milkshakes, he showed up, and they confirmed plans for us all to meet up at the field later that night. I didn't know what the field was. I was going to be spending the night at her place. It's never a good idea. I know. I was super confused. Red flags. I didn't want to go to the field. (laughs) Okay. It literally says that. I didn't want to go to the field. Fast forward to later that night, and there are five of us crammed into his piece of shit car. Uh, Him, my friend, one of his college friends, and apparently that guy's girlfriend, and me. We pulled off an already secluded road out in the county and onto a dirt road (gasps) and bumped along for what felt like forever. No. We pulled into a dusty clearing, and there was a giant bonfire and several other cars already there. The other field goers looked just like our group, older guys, younger girls, and they all had beer. At least we didn't bring beer, or so I thought. My friend's boyfriend opened up his trunk and pulled out a case of beer. Oh, this is really bad. (laughs) That was it. I was out of my element. I didn't feel comfortable, and I didn't see how this was going to end well. But here's where the dumb part happens. I started walking back down the dusty road. I didn't tell anyone I was leaving. I just left. Oh, God. I got back to the street and stood there realizing I had no plan other than to just leave the field, and I didn't even know where I was. I sat down on a patch of weeds and outlined my options. (laughs) Just then, headlights cut through the dust and up pulled my friend and her boyfriend. They took me home. I faked a stomachache when my parents asked why I wasn't back 
why I was back and not at my sleepover. The next Monday at school, my friend actually apologized for taking me to a place that was not my scene. I thought that was so nice. Uh. Turns out that was the last thing she ever said to me. <laughs> we were no longer friends. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> because she was dumped by I, the girl? I guess because this person could not hang. <laughs> I, if you're not going to be cool, you're That's, out of my circle. That is absolutely fine. Yeah. Can you imagine? Just, I'm going to go. Goodbye. <laughs> Didn't tell anybody. They're so lucky that she's lucky she got a sober drive home. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah. my God. Or that she didn't. Yeah, she's so lucky I mean, there's on just many, a lot many of counts. things. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Dumb things you do when you're that age. Well, I mean, you should be able to go to the field and go to a bonfire and be perfectly safe. But <laughs> there were lots of gut checks that were apparently ignored. Well, speaking of dumb things when you're in high school. Yeah. I've got one. Is this yours? This is my own. Okay. My high school boyfriend, Brian, had a car that was his grandfather's pride and joy. And his grandfather said, you can have this car. Is your car to drive. This is a very cool car. It was like a 19... Oh, I was going to look this up. I don't know, maybe like a 1960s um, ragtop convertible, but one of those big boats of cars, like a yeah. big, oh, um, yeah. like an Impala or something, right? Mm-hmm. Some, is that a big car? Anyway. Uh, yeah, I think it was. It could have been a Cadillac. I have no idea, but it was it, one of it those. It was con- fancy, right? It was fancy. It was very fancy. It was light blue. And the cool thing about it is that um, it was a ragtop, but the back window was actually glass. Hmm. It was a beautiful car. I wonder how they did that. I don't know. I really don't know, as you will see. So anyway, <clears throat> I have just um, started dating this boy, and he comes and he picks me up to go meet his entire family, this big Catholic family. And so I'm all dressed up and I'm nervous as I'll get out because I really want them to like me. And we um, stop to get gas in the car Mm -hmm. before we get out to his grandparents' house, which is like out overlooking the water. Big, beautiful, big, beautiful columned place. Jesus. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, Anyway, so we stop at the gas station and Brian pumps the gas and then or he goes in to pay and he says, can you take the top down because the sun's come out and we let's drive out with the top down. And I said, sure, no problem. He had shown me a couple of times. He leaves and I unsnap all the things you're supposed to unsnap and I turn the key and I push the button that like makes the the lid go down. What is it called? The, the top. The, the top. The top. top the yep. convertible top go down. But nobody at this point in time has actually told me that one it is a glass window in the back, or that two, in order for it to be a glass window in the back, there are certain precautions you have to take before you take the the top down. Yep. And so as Brian <clears throat> is walking out to get into the car to drive us to his grandparents' house, the grandfather who gave him the car, his very precious, very beautiful, well-maintained car, the entire back window shatters into a thousand million pieces. <laughs> and I'm just standing there like... They're going to hate me. <laughs> I mean, it was so bad. Oh, my God. What'd they say? They were so nice to me. Really? I am sure they hated me from the moment I walked in the door <laughs> because I'd done that. Spoiler alert. They yeah. didn't. No, they didn't. That's awesome. I was very endearing, I have to say. <laughs> I was so cute. Oh, I was such a doll. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, I really wasn't, but... Did they know that you'd been married once before? <laughs> Were they okay with that? <laughs> I've got one more. Uh, so I don't know what year it is. It's probably <laughs> like 1987, 1988. And my grandfather has just bought my family a new CD player. Okay. And this is back when CD players cost about as much as a used car. <laughs> Which so, grandfather? My grandpa Gordon. Okay. My mom's stepfather. Okay, got it. Okay. And I never really knew 
my mom's father. So this Grandpa Gordon, as far as I knew, this he was, was grandpa. your grandpa. Yeah, yeah, and he was a really cool dude. Flew a jet, like awesome. owned a private jet, is what you're saying. Yeah, he owned his own jet. Yeah. Couple homes. Flew, flew. I got to. Fly. I don't think I'm the only one that flew with him. Oh, it was pretty awesome. You know, I'm gonna go visit my grandparents in Idaho. Oh yeah, how are you getting there? Oh, I'm flying in my grandpa's jet. Oh, I bet you thought you were pretty special. No, I didn't say that to anybody. It didn't occur to me to say that to anybody until right now. I should have missed opportunities. All right. So anyway, uh, this was a gift for the family. But for some reason, my grandpa was really stoked on the idea of my dad, you know, seeing this gift. Mm -hmm. So my grandpa thought, well, I'm going to surprise Steve with this CD player. And so he installed it, you know, (laughs) set it on top of the double tape deck. Plugged it into the receiver so it was all ready to go. Mm-hmm. And this CD player was, you know, they've never been, it was just a single CD player. So it was only a couple inches thick. Yeah. They've yeah. never been big right. appliances. So uh, he was super giddy because his idea was to see, like, how long it would take my dad to notice it. Well, I knew that my dad would never notice it. <laughs> okay. he. I don't even know, like, he'd flip on the stereo, but I don't. I can't think of him ever putting a tape in the tape deck or, like... Mm-hmm messing with it like Mm -hmm. i thought he'll never see it so i hatched this plan where i was going to turn the tables and how old were you i don't know like maybe 10 okay let's say 10 11 okay Okay. because we hadn't moved so i must have been like 10 or 11 so i go outside to play my dad pulls up he's home from work in his truck the minute he gets out i say all right you know grandpa bought us a cd player and he's installed it and it's sitting on top of the tape deck so what i want you to do is blah 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 blah. and i had like a 10 point plan for how like a scripted narrative for him to follow to like kind of spoil the surprise yes but in my mind this was like a public service (laughs) okay because we needed to get this shit done and i knew my dad would never notice it okay so my dad walks in and he sits down and he makes small talk for about 30 seconds and then super casually and not at all on script and in a super dad joke way says oh hey it looks like our stereo grew a couple inches <laughs> and my grandpa's like oh ho, 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 yay claps and like uh, you know super excited and so they go to like examine the cd player and like pop in you know lionel richie's dancing on the ceiling and that's what like inaugurated the whole fucking thing and i'm super disappointed that my dad was not able to pull off it didn't follow my, your like, script. reverse <laughs> prank. And I'm genuinely feeling disappointed and, like, you know, I was somehow helping. I was adding to this family moment mm-hmm. in my own way. Mm-hmm. So later I'm, like, moping around and I say to my mom, like, I'm really disappointed because I told dad about it and, like, I had this whole thing planned out. And so I totally complained to her that he blew it. And she's like, you mean you fucking blew it? And, like... <laughs> She didn't say fucking. I mean, she was so pissed. <laughs> she was like, why would you do that? And I was like, why wouldn't I? <laughs> like, I really didn't see it as me blowing my grandpa's surprise. It wasn't until, like, years later, I was like, oh, yeah, that wasn't really mine <laughs> to, like, go out and talk to him about. You know what that but reminds me But my grandpa didn't know. He didn't know that you did that, he ever. He had no idea, He ever. went to the grave not knowing. He went to the grave not knowing. Good. <clears throat> my grandmother didn't know. In the moment, my mom didn't know. The only person who knew was my dad. And in hindsight, he handled it really well. Really well. You... Sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> All right, I've got one. Okay. Ready? Yep. This is kind of a weird one. I don't want you, I don't want you to get freaked out about this, but there is a trigger warning here. 
Um, just Are so you, you reading know. something or telling a story about yourself? I'm telling a story about myself. Are you trigger warning me or the world? The world. Okay. Okay. Um, so when I was in Spokane and I was in kindergarten, I walked to school. So I'm walking to school. I'm walking, I'm walking, walking home. And I'm walking <laughs> with a couple of other people as well, you know. And I think probably our parents walked us on the first day. But when we're walking home as the weather gets nicer, people are out in their yards. And pretty soon, um, Winnie and Stan... <laughs> became I their names came to me tonight like a bolt of okay, lightning. I've heard this story, but never the names. Well, I that's because I haven't been able to remember them for years. Because you blocked it out. Their first names and their last name, and I actually I I looked it up online. And are they in jail? I I I you know one of the one of the results was you can see the court records here. So. <laughs> Perhaps one oh, of them ended no. up in jail. I yeah. was kind of kidding. <laughs> so anyway, we're walking home, and every day we walk by this one house with Winnie and Stan, and they are out in front, and they're waving to us, and we wave to them, and we chit-chat a little bit, and, you know, we chit-chat a little bit longer, and then a little bit longer, and I don't know who the we is, but I know I'm with, like, two or three other kids, right? Yeah, you think. Yeah. <laughs> and then one day, um, Winnie asks us if we want to, either Winnie or Stan asks us, us if we want to come in and have like a glass of lemonade or something. And I don't know if the other kids came with me or not, but I went in and that... I love lemonade. I... Okay. Here, you want some candy, little girl? I love candy. And so um, that started this routine where I would stop and have a glass of something, probably something laced with something. I don't oh know God. what. Right. But they were actually... Winnie was a delightful woman. And she taught me my... she. <laughs> I think back on this, she taught me my own phone number. She says, do you know your your home phone number? And I'm like, no. And she said, well, you have to know your home phone number. You must know it. So let me teach it to you. And she made me memorize my home phone number, which I find kind of odd in retrospect. So are these guys like pervy? They are um, older. They are probably in their... 40s? No, I bet they were in their 50s or 60s. Okay. And so one day I'm there and Stan wants to play hide and seek. And Winnie says, I don't think that's a good idea. And he said, oh, I know, Winnie, we're going to play hide and seek. And so I go and I hide in a closet and he comes and finds me and it scares the heck out of me. And he says, don't be scared, little girl, basically. And he grabs me and he hugs me and I move on. And I don't have a lot of memories after that, except that I stopped going to Winnie and Stan's house. And I don't know why, but I was telling this story years later. I'm telling the story and I'm like, yeah, it was really weird because he hugged me to him. And I just remember thinking as a little girl, oh, what's that? And that's when I realized. No, stop. Yes. No, no, yes. No, yes. No. The guy was oh, a perv. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure what I felt. Oh, stop. Don't Was say something it. that no. only Winnie should have felt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was so awful. So I'm happy to be here and not molested. Although that's a little oh. bit of molestation right there, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. So they were. Don't play well, hide and go seek with a 60 year old man when whatever you're like you seven do. years old. Oh my God. Can you believe that? So she must have known. Oh. And he was grooming me. Lifetime made for television movie. Right there. Married to a pedophile. That, <laughs> well, Mild yeah. How about that? What do you do with that? Fuck. What do you do with that? Okay, so um, Spokane, Washington. We're still in Spokane. We are in Spokane, and I bet I am, I don't know, maybe 10 years old. Okay. Nope. 
<laughs> Doing the math. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, no, it's a slow be... start to this last story, sweetie. <laughs> I might be 10 years old. My brother might be six years old at this six or seven years old. Okay. And we, at this point in our lives, of course, love to tell really spooky, scary stories in the dark. Of course. Of course. And this was a time of Afghans. Do you remember those crocheted little pieces of poop that your I grandmother? I literally thought you were going to say something about Afghanistan. Dogs? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> this was a time of Afghanistan. You could still travel there safely. It was a beautiful oasis. And my brother and I had just returned from a 10-day safari. Oh, my God. Safari in Afghanistan. Well, I don't know what the fuck. It seems like something you'd want to do in a hot climate. With no animals whatsoever. Right. Safaris have animals. Okay. Yes. Afghans. Okay, so. Stands. Yes. Afghan. I'm, we're downstairs. We're in my bedroom. We're going to tell scary stories. We crawl into bed. We put the covers over our head. And I'm like, I know. Hang on. And I throw the covers back over. And I get the red afghan that my Aunt Marie has mm. made me. And I put it over the lamp because <gasps> that's going to make the perfect red light. Right? Yeah, it's going to make the perfect red light. <laughs> so I put the afghan over the la- lamp. And I get back into the bed. And we cover up. And we're down there. And we're telling each other scary stories. We probably have a flashlight. Yep. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what is that smell? Do you smell that smell? And the door comes flying open so fast and so hard that it kachoom against the wall. And I hear, what the hell is going on in here? And we, of course, have started the Afghan on fire. Oh, my God. Because we put it over the lamp. Who's we? Okay. Well, maybe <laughs> I did it all by myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was the end of scary storytelling down in my room. Yeah, and the Afghan was a total loss. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I did that once. I put a t-shirt over a lamp in ha- my like play my, my dad had this wood sh- this shop in the backyard that was like built like a little barn. Yeah. And the upstairs was my like play area. And there was a lamp up there with a giant fucking bulb. It was the biggest bulb <laughs> you've ever seen. So when you turn the hot. lamp on it was, it was just really like really hot. Yeah, and it glowed like the sun. And yeah. I'm like, "Well, we need to damp this down." So I threw like a t-shirt rag over it right and on it got it. brown on top and started to smolder and I mean, that thing would have gone up like a tinderbox, yeah. and I wouldn't have thought anything of leaving. I think my cousin turned it off. I can't remember, but somebody turned it off. Thank God. I'm going to turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> right now. I think you should. <laughs> All right. Next week on I Shouldn't Have Had Kids. Oh. <laughs> hey, you, I think that since the p- pandemic started, yep. this is the least amount of attention we've given the pandemic. Next week, what we're going to talk about is my kid is so much better than your kid. So much. So much. Because I just had a baby, and um, my baby walked so early. (laughs) My kid is advanced, and they behave. He had his first word at uh, (laughs) 2.25 years. through the night before they were conceived. That's right. (laughs) The one-upper comes at you. Oh, my God. My kid is, like, amazing. Harvard called, and I just said, hang on, I'm on the other line with Stanford. (laughs) If you think that your kid is so much better than everybody else's kid, you're not alone. And we're going to be talking about that next week on um, I Shouldn't Have Had Kids. If you do have a story that kind of uh, helps illustrate that, you go right ahead and email us at I Shouldn't Have Had Kids at gmail.com. Or you can always, of course, ping us on Facebook at I Shouldn't Have Had Kids and on Instagram. Instagram. And while you're at it, how about if you rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, share it with somebody you love, because God knows we all need a little bit of laughter during a pandemic. That's right. Thanks for listening this week, everybody. Hang in there. 
be safe, and for the love of God, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Yes, thank you. All right, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.